This is Susan Wheelbanks with BlendedInsight.com. I am a holistic and integrative healing arts practitioner, an intuitive, and an energy healer. In this podcast, I share tips, tools, and suggestions that have helped me along my path in hopes of inspiring and helping you along yours. Let's get started with today's podcast topic. Hey, Bright Soul, how are you doing? Thank you for joining me on today's podcast. You made it through January. You made it through January of 2020. We are now in February, so I hope this brings you some joy and some momentum because I know for many people, January was a really rough month. And for today's podcast, I want to talk about what we do when things seem to go wrong. And the reason I want to bring this up is because I will be honest with you, in almost every area of my life, things have seemingly blown up. <laughs> and it's been December and January, but it's not just me. It's planetary wise. It's my clients that call in. It's my friends. It's my family. And I understand that these are trying times, but I want to share a little bit about what I understand and know to be true in terms of the energy world and how things seem to come together because it may help to give you a glimmer of hope. This podcast is going to be things to help you shift your perspective, things that I personally use because I'm human and I feel the same way that you feel a lot of the times. The difference is, is that we don't act on those feelings or even if we do, we jump back on the path and we're committed to a higher path. So we are committed to evolving and that's why we're here together. So let me just give you a little bit of an example of what I'm talking about here. So over the past month, my daughter has had all types of events occur and her events affect me because I'm her only parent and I'm her person. So when things happen, she's a minor, I have to clean it up for her. So the first thing that happened was she got in a car accident. She's fine. Everyone was fine. She was in a parking lot and another young driver didn't see her and he T-boned her. So she was, you know, upset and panicking and (laughs) freaking out and the airbags didn't even deploy. It was very, a very minor accident. However, The other driver was in an SUV. She was in a car. So it did a lot of damage to her car. So I was in the middle of something. had to drop everything and drive up there, calm her down. It really was not a big deal. We have great insurance. But, you know, it's irritating. It's a inconvenience because we had to get her car in the shop and she's under the age of 21. So she can't drive the rental car that my insurance provides. So I had to drive the rental car now. I have it. I still have it. The car's still in the shop. And she has my car. So my car's a hybrid. I don't particularly want her driving my car, but it was either she drive my car or I drive her to all of her activities, which I've already become accustomed to not doing. And my schedule is so busy, it just isn't feasible. So she's got my car. I have a rental car. Her car's in the shop. The very next week, I got really sick. <laughs> so in the, mean, in the meantime, I'm really, really sick. And then I go check the mail and we have a court subpoena for my daughter. And I'm thinking, what in the world have you done? (laughs) So I find out that the court subpoena is for two little girls got in a fight at school. My daughter broke up the fight, so she's on the security camera. One of the little girl's mothers sued the other little girl for picking a fight with her daughter. And they've been going to court, and now they've taken the court sec- the security cameras from school. My daughter's on the security camera breaking up the fight, so now we're subpoenaed to court. The court date is right in the middle of my job transition, <laughs> and I have to go. It's a court subpoena. She's a minor. I have to take her. I'm like, okay, this isn't good because the month of February is absurdly busy for me. Starting the 3rd of February, I'm in the middle of transitioning into a new agency 
with that, I don't know what my job's going to look like, what I'm going to be doing, my work hours. Will I be traveling? I don't know. Are they going to want me to move? Who knows? Lots of uncertainty. And so it's not just me. There's about 600 of us, nine that I am aware of that, that I'm close to in my section. And everyone is very anxious and they're uncertain and they're, you know, it's just the air of not knowing you're in between. It's, it's okay. One chapter is closing. I'm going into a new chapter, but I don't know what that looks like yet. So people aren't, are unable to ground themselves and feel stable, which I get. I'm, I'm feeling that way too. So We've got all this going on, and then there's these little bitty snafus that keep happening with my daughter that require me to drop everything and and help her attend to her. So I'm getting better. Then we get the court subpoena, and I'm thinking. And so with the court subpoena now, the little girl's calling, and she's explaining, and then her mom's explaining. It's just, you know, like, okay, all right, I got it. No worries, okay? And (laughs) then... My daughter is in my car and she gets a flat tire in my car right before my bedtime. And you all know I am going to bed at a certain time because I work out in the morning and my sleep, my meditation and my exercise are non-negotiables. But what are you going to do? She gets a flat tire. So she's scared and <laughs> I had to call roadside assistance. They put the donut on my car. Now she can't drive my car because it has a donut on it. It's just these little tiny things, you know, it just keeps building and building. And it's been, it has, I'm sure you're probably shaking your head or laughing because you can probably relate. I've talked to so many clients, friends, family members that have had similar events going on. It, it, it becomes comical because it's like, what is going on? Okay. So I have to like move my work schedule around. I get the car to the shop, get the new tire yeah, wasn't expecting to drop 300 on the tire after just paying a deductible, but it's just life. No worries. I can take care of it. You know, I end up having to get like two tires. Whatever, we get a fix. No worries. Moving forward. Then my daughter gets sick. So after school, I have to take her to urgent care. This was three times in a two-week time period and urgent care is packed. We're there for two, three hours. I'm like, okay. So all this is going on. I'm like, you know what? All I am looking forward to is working out in the morning. I'm going to go to bed. doesn't matter if I'm a little sleep deprived. I don't care. I'm going to get all of this out. I'm going to expand my health rates and my workout. So have my alarm set for four o'clock in the morning. I'm all excited. I'm going to go to Orange Theory. I wake up and Orange Theory had sent me a text message at 11 p.m. saying their studio flooded and they're closed. (laughs) So I'm like, okay, all right, that's it. No worries. I'll go to another studio after work. So I did, had a great workout, and then I come home, and my daughter's having kid drama and teen drama, and it's their world, so I get it. So she's having a meltdown, and I have to tend that. That's just been my life for the last two months. (laughs) And so it's nothing major. It's just little tiny nuisances that happen in life. And so with my daughter, she started to spiral and have a, her brain's not fully developed. She's only 16. She started to have this emotional meltdown, feeling like a victim. Oh, my car got hit and then I got a flat tire and then I got sick and I have to go to court. She's doing all of these things that we do. I've done it too. I've had my moments where I'm like, okay, forget it. I'm tapping out. I'm done with this crappy week, crappy month. (laughs) I've had it too. So what I was explaining to her and what I want to share with you. And this is the way I talk to myself. I allow myself to have those frustrations, those moments of build up the frustration where I'm like, and then I'm like, okay, regroup, 
regroup. This is temporary. I'm not the body. I am the soul. And here's the deal with my daughter, what I explained to her. She got in a car accident, but she was not hurt. No one was hurt. And that's what's most important. Material possessions can be replaced. We don't know the reason she got in the accident. I trust that there's a higher plan. Maybe she needed to have her car removed for a little bit for some other reason. I don't know. But I actually like the rental car that they gave me. I like my car better, but it's been kind of fun to drive it. It has out-of-state plates. That's another thing that's funny because here in Colorado, people road rage against people with out-of-state plates because we have so many people that come here just to get drugs because marijuana is legal. So if you have out-of-state plates, people tend to have very little patience with you. (laughs) But what are you going to do? I'm like, well, what am I going to do? I've got the rental car. We're going to make it work. When my daughter got the court subpoena, That's frustrating for me because I don't want to take a day of vacation to be down at a courthouse at eight o'clock to listen to whatever it is that's going to go on. And my daughter's, she's, she gets anxious and nervous very easily. So she's nervous. I'm having to talk her off the ledge (laughs) and coach her like, calm down, calm down. So here's the thing. Sorry, I I get excited and I talk with my hands and I hit the microphone. Um, So I was telling my daughter, look, you have the opportunity to do something right. You have someone that got they got in a fight. You broke it up. You did the right thing. So now we just have the opportunity to tell your side of the story to help someone. If someone jumped you and it was on a security camera and one of the little girls sued another little girl, I would want you to stand up and and share your side of what happened because you were a witness. So let's just look at it that way. This is part of doing the right thing, supporting another person. You'll just go in there, tell the facts And then hopefully we can leave and be done with it. That's it. It just all happens to be happening at one time. The flat tire. I roadside assistance. She got a flat tire. She wasn't on the highway. Didn't cause a blowout. So I'm like, you were safe. You were on a a busy side, a a side road that's not busy. And you were able to pull in a parking lot. We got it taken care of. I was able to get the tire fixed. Who knows? Maybe that tire wasn't cut out for the snow and it needed to be replaced. I mean, I don't know. I'm always believing that there is a higher plan and a higher purpose. And this is just part of being human. And so, you know, I got sick. I needed a break, probably because of all this junk going on in February. My body needed a rest. And so there's always a way to reframe it to where you're not sinking yourself deeper, deeper down. That's the difference in the book that I talked about in a previous podcast, The Luck Factor. Lucky people look for, hey, it could have been worse. Whereas pessimistic people look, oh, it could have been better. Well, it really just depends on your perspective. And here is what I know. Karma is a law. The law of karma is here to help evolve us, not to destroy us. And the law of karma exists whether you believe it or not. And so... What I was explaining to my daughter is since she is underage, I give to charity in her name to boost up her good karma and to neutralize her negative karma. Life happens to everyone, but when you're doing the things to create good karma, your lows aren't as low. So what I was trying to explain to her is you could have gotten hit to where you were hurt. You know, it could have been so much worse. Thank goodness that we have great insurance, you know, and that you weren't hurt. The airbags didn't deploy. We're able to get it fixed. Like, we can handle this. It's irritating, but it's solvable, and it's not the end of the world. And so when you're giving and you're doing all of your work to create good karma, and I hear this all the time, and it's even happened to me, 
let's just say you had an energy healing, you're meditating, you've developed a meditation practice, you're starting to create good karma by giving to charity and decreeing what you're giving so that it'll come back to you and partially neutralize your negative karma. And you're being very generous with your family and you're doing your loving kindness meditation, you're blessing everyone else and you're doing your best, non-injury, non-stealing, and your life blows up. Sometimes what's happening is, is that you yourself are receiving so much more divine energy that things that were below the surface bubble up to be cleared quicker. So that's old stuff that's coming up to be cleared. It's old karma. And you got to realize if you're partially neutralizing it because you're, you just can't wipe it clean. It's partially neutralizing it because everyone has to pay their dues. You've got, you're going to get back what you give out. So if you're learn the lesson and you're trying to do your very best, it will be lessened, but it won't be eliminated. That's part of being human. So I always just try to remind myself like, okay, this could be karma. It could be her karma. Maybe it's my karma, old karma though. And it's partially neutralized because these things, while they're agitating, they're not devastating. And when it comes to car accidents, you know, I've lost two brothers in a car, in car accidents and a cousin and a friend of theirs. So Four of our loved ones in my family have passed away in car-related accidents. So when you talk about car accidents, I'm t looking at my daughter saying, you got in a car accident, but you are here. You're safe. You weren't hurt. That's a blessing. So, hey, I'll pay the deductible. We'll get your car fixed, and life will move on. And so I just want to share with you these little shifts it's more of an encouragement. I know when life seems to blow up, it can feel like, why? <laughs> like when I was sick and I was like, that's it. Just take me out now. I'm ready. I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. This is exhausting. You know, because when I have my own things going on, like with my huge work transitions, I've got some family members that aren't doing so well and they depend on me. And then my daughter with all of her teen drama and now all of her stuff, with her own sicknesses and she needs this and she needs that. It can get exhausting for one person and I get it. Um, but the challenge is to just look at all of the ways in which you have been spared and blessed. There's always a higher plan trusting that and just do all, all that you can do. When you've done all you can do, there's nothing else you can do. And I've been saying this a lot lately with this job transition. I have a lot of people that are experiencing this huge job transition with me. And like I shared with them, we don't know what our new positions are going to look like, but all I can do is apply for other jobs and put the energy out there that I'm ready for the right job with the right pay, you know, at the right time. That's all I can do is apply, go with the flow, be kind, do my very best work, continue to bless the entire agency with healing energy during my loving kindness meditation Practice non-injury, practice non-stealing, give to charity, give to homeless, be generous to my family, do the very best I can. At the end of the day, there's nothing else I can do. And so instead of getting worked up and obsessing over it or wondering why, 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 that's another thing I've heard a lot lately. Why is this happening? Why, 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 why? Do you really need to know the why? What's that going to do? It really won't provide you any relief. So let's just say the why is because you were a crappy person earlier in your life and you don't remember. Will that make you feel better? No, <laughs> no, it won't make you feel better. Or maybe the why, you, you, we don't know why, but does it matter? It really doesn't matter. What The only thing that really matters is, look, what can I do going forward? 
what is a decision I can make here and now to soothe myself as best as I can and to go into the rhythm of life because challenges come to all of us. The storm comes to every household. No one is exempt. It just depends to the degree of which you'll be sheltered, covered, or you can recover. That's really all you can do. And then just keep it moving. So I hope that helps. Um, these last, like I said in my last podcast, I've been so busy that my podcast to me feel a little bit scattered, but I do try my very best to get on and say what's the current pulse right now, energetically, what's going on. I try to make them current and energetically aligned with what seems to be going on for most people. And I do hope that they help. If anything else, if nothing else, I hope you can at least feel the healing energy that I'm sending to you. So I would love to do a healing with you if you just kind of relax and get yourself ready and uncross your arms and legs. And I want to start by sharing an affirmation that I learned through Pranic Healing, Master Chua Kok Sui, and it's a soul affirmation. It's called I am the soul. So I want you to just let this absorb and I am running healing energy at the same time. But it helps to reshift you into what is really important because we are only in this body for a certain time. So here is the affirmation. I am the soul. I am that I am. I am not the body. I am not the emotions. I am not the thoughts. I am not the mind. The mind is just an instrument of the soul. I am a spiritual being of divine intelligence, divine love, and divine power. I am connected in one with my higher soul. I am that I am. I am a child of God, connected with God, one with God, and one with all. This is the truth, regardless of the capacity of the brain to experience the truth. I am that I am. And so just relax, absorb the healing energy. I am going to run some shields on you and then just fill your aura with nice, beautiful, soothing, healing energy. I want to send energy through your spiritual crown and ground you so that you know this is going to pass and you can get through it. You are powerful, you are strong, you are capable. Okay, and so it is. You can come back into your body. Okay, I hope that helps. And I just want to acknowledge that I know that there are like big things going on, big losses, tragedies. I am fully aware. And I also know that many people are just having tiny little irritations that are compounded during this time. I just want you to know it's not just you. It's 
lots of people, most people that I know in one or more areas of their life. And this is a time to really just shift out of, okay, I'm not, I don't want to be a victim. I'm not a victim. Circumstances happen. How can I shift this so that I lessen my attachment to the reason or the experience? How can I take good care of myself? How can I soothe myself and move through this in a way that helps me as opposed to hinders me? And so with that, I want to thank you to everyone who's left me a review on iTunes. If you haven't, I would so appreciate it. Also, if you're not on my YouTube channel, you can find me at Blended Insight is the name of my YouTube channel. I post new healings every week. The best way to find healings is to just search for it because I have so many or subscribe to my newsletter on my website, which is just my mailing list. And you can download my healing list by topic. I get a lot of requests for people say, oh, can you do healing on this? I already did it. So it's just too much for me to maneuver and look. There's only one of me. I don't have any assistance or anything like that. This is just me by myself. (laughs) So it's best if you can just look on the list or just search for it because chances are I've already done it before you ask. I mean, you can ask, but I may not be able to get to it with a response. And I do my very best to respond to everyone because you're a person, you're valuable, you have time, and I appreciate you taking the time out of your busy life to leave a comment or send me a message. That means the world to me. I see you. I can see you. I see the soul and I value you and I appreciate your input. So I want to wish you a beautiful week. We're in February now. Things are moving quickly. I know they're moving quickly for me too, but you know what? The only way to do it is to move through it. And that's what we're going to do. So keep shining your light. Stay encouraged. You're a blessing to the world and you are very blessed. Have a good week, everyone. Take care. Bye-bye.